words on water. Welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. This is the host, Travis Loop. Always something interesting to talk about when it comes to odor, odors and air pollutants. Joined by two guests for this topic. I have Mark Perkins. He is president and owner of Perkins Engineering Consultants. Mark, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. And I have Chris Hunniford. He is Chief Operating Officer with VNA Consulting Engineers. Chris, appreciate you coming on as well. Travis, great to be here. So I'm I'm interested in talking to you guys. I want to mention that WEF uh, has its Odors and Air Pollutants Conference April 20th to 22nd, and a lot of the things we're going to talk about today are going to be part of that that content. So we encourage folks to take a look and and hopefully join us. What are some of the issues and trends that you all are seeing uh, when it comes to odors and air pollutants these days. I may start off and then I'll hand it off to Chris. And we, we probably have both have quite a few answers to that, but uh, I'd say one thing I see quite a bit of lately is it's becoming a, a, a bigger issue in getting new treatment facilities permitted. Uh, you don't necessarily have numeric limits like you do for effluent for odors in a lot of places, you know, some, some states, some jurisdictions do, but, uh, but the general public is better educated. In a lot of cases are living closer to where plant sites would be, and uh, they're much more vocal. So odors are uh, more front and center topic or are becoming a more front and center topic than, than they have in the past, at least in a lot of places. So we're, we're seeing it emphasized and getting a lot more public scrutiny. Part of that is, I think, you know, you mentioned when we talked beforehand about, um, you know, just the, the continued kind of development and growth and how that encro- is encroaching on water facilities and just kind of um, causing some of that that uh, friction, if you will, especially as a lot of areas around the country see pretty, pretty uh, expansive growth, you know, in the southeast and texas and you know out out west and that's that's part of the issue huh I, I, yeah i think that's that's a big part of the issue uh seeing more dense development now and and uh, not we don't have the large land masses available for treatment facilities in a lot of cases that that we did in the past and uh and, and again uh, in general a better educated better informed public with uh, social media and some of the uh communication tools available to them. So uh, it makes for a more challenging environment. I think I think yeah. it's definitely pushed us in a direction as well, where we've seen a lot of innovation as a result of some of those problems in terms of uh, more, more data being collected as, as sensor technology has really improved across the industry. Uh, we're seeing more more different types of uh, odor monitoring equipment and uh, software and data that's being collected uh, that's really helping uh, municipalities be more informed about uh, what it is that they might have uh, that, that are some of their problem areas and really trying to to respond to those those things in real time which is, is kind of a very unique uh, situation now where 
maybe even just 10 years ago, the idea that uh, you'd be able to get real-time data was was a little in a reliable fashion was a little bit far-fetched, but now it's uh, pretty easy for um, folks to to deploy a monitor and get 4G transmission of that information uh, in real time and, and kind of be able to respond to um, the informed public's need uh, in a way that, uh, that that serves their expectations as well. Mentioning technology and and data and so forth, I, I know that. Um, Again, when we were kind of planning to have this conversation, uh, sensor technology was something that you uh, that was raised. So I'm I'm curious as to you know what's going on on that front. For years, uh, we've really been focused on hydrogen sulfide and then all the other odor compounds. And part of the reason for that, uh, to a certain degree, has been that uh, hydrogen sulfide not only being a predominant odor compound, but really we've had reliable sensors for that particular compound for many years. And then trying to characterize all the other different types of volatile organic compounds and uh, nitrogen uh, odor causing compounds, uh, reduced sulfur compounds has is, is been difficult, but as that sensor technology has improved, we're seeing a lot more uh, ability to, to calibrate those sensors, maybe to specific uh, needs of a of a particular facility, depending on what, if they can identify a, a certain uh, odor causing compound. And then we're just seeing more uh, development of, of technology in the, in the general commercial space. Uh, there was an interesting article that I came across uh, a month or so ago about uh, some researchers that were actually using live uh, moth antennas that uh, produce an electrical signal when the, when the moth smells an odor essentially. And so they were using, uh, actually using that antenna from a, from a real moth to generate an electrical signal to follow an odor. So I think there's just lots of, lots of neat things that we're seeing developed for various reasons within uh, the marketplace that could have uh, some, some adaptability and, and applicability within our industry. And, and that could be a few years off, but I think it'd be very interesting to see what, what comes of that. Well, we see how te technology changes so rapidly, right? It's just uh, leaps and bounds all the time when it comes to every facet of, of tech. And so, uh, you know, this change happens quicker than we could imagine sometimes, huh? Certainly. Yeah. Mark, you were going to say something? Oh, yeah. I say so might just add the, with the sensor technology and then coupled with some modeling capability, uh, not only uh, air and atmospheric dispersion modeling, we have, we're developing now the, the, ability to predict when odor problems might occur and to know uh, ahead of time before those might occur. And then, uh, and then I guess the, the next step might be to change processes when, when that's a possibility to do something about it, uh, you know, proactively. So the sensor technology ha has some real ramification, ramifications that could be you know, beneficial. And then uh, speaking of modeling, just in, a, in another light, the uh, plant process modeling uh, we've got uh, papers on our program for the conference coming up where we're looking at a holistic model of the plant, uh, nutrient, biological nutrient removal, and how uh, chemicals or biological processes and, and uh, chemicals fed for odor control, uh, how those all work together and what they do inside treatment plants. So that's, a, that's exciting developments that I think are going to pay some dividends. One of the other areas I wanted to, to hear what's going on is on the, the regulatory front. 
and and what's happening with regulations and requirements and uh you know that's always a, a challenge and a, and a shifting landscape and a tangled web all of that stuff so what what's going on 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 the regulatory front let's see our our keynote speaker is mike mcginley has been involved with a group from uh actually several different nations around the world he's going to be comparing and contrasting voter regulations uh not only among all states, but uh, several other countries. And their, their group has been, uh, I guess, to some extent, working toward trying to come up with a uniform set of regulations. We may be a ways out from doing that, but but uh, un unlike, uh, or unlike effluent odor is something that's not necessarily regulated at the state level it is to some extent, but sometimes also at local levels. So we've got a, a tremendous patchwork of regulations and in some cases, uh, enforcers aren't always fully educated in terms of how to, uh, you know, how to go about enforcing it. There's, there's a lot of subjectivity. So uh, hope, hope we can bring some uniformity, uniformity to that eventually. Uh, but we, we will have a real good opening general session to talk about different regulations and where they are, where they are in the world and where people are with enforcing those or and, and interpreting and, and uh, measuring and, and enforcing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just all, all these things are, you know, as we, as we gather, as we're able to gather new data and we're able to gather more data that we didn't have before and learn about how that really integrates with uh, the generation of odors within a collection system or a treatment plant and kind of see some of those trends, then we're able to really kind of identify well, what, what is it from a regulatory standpoint that, uh, that we can really hold ourselves to uh, easily and enforce. Mm. I think that's part of it is, is trying to come up with something that uh, means and methods of collecting the data and understanding uh, what it is that uh, that uh, the odor odor compounds are that that are causing some of these these complaints and what are the levels that we need to get to to make mm. sure the public is well served. And a lot of times that's that's a very subjective process because uh, what. What my nose says is is odorous and offensive is not necessarily the same as what what Mark's nose may say, uh, and so we are definitely speaking to a bell curve in a lot of cases uh, in this in terms of what a normal population is. But at the end of the day, uh, that, that's a challenge for a lot of uh, a lot of municipalities is that uh, they need to make as as best they can make everybody happy without uh, you know over designing something or spending you know, too much money in one area that doesn't solve solve problem. Just just looking about at the conference itself, uh, you know, you mentioned a few things, uh, the opening speaker and so forth, but are there any other speakers or sessions that, that you guys are excited about or are really interested in? I think we've got a good, uh, we've got a good session uh, on, on innovation. Uh, that's one of our on-demand sessions. Uh, and so I think that's got a lot of unique, uh, unique technologies maybe that uh, are being applied uh, either in new ways or just, uh, you know, kind of the first time that we're seeing uh, some of these topics talked about. So I think that'll be definitely be a good one uh, for sure. And some discussions on uh, modeling and sampling are always, always good too and informative. 
Well, uh, Mark and Chris, thank you for your perspective on some of the trends and and uh, topics right now. And like we said, uh, this stuff is going to be a big focus during the, the Odors and Air Pollutants Conference, April 20th to 22nd. Uh, thank you guys for helping to, to pull that that event together. Um, and yeah, appreciate your time. Thank you and I encourage everybody to register. Thank you. Words on water.